Here's what's coming up on today's show. Oh, Darla, I know that there's just been this sense of fear in the last six weeks. Have you recognized that, Walter? Just yeah. people are a little fearful of what's happening next. Buying or selling real estate can be stressful. After all, it's not any old house we're talking about. It's your home. When it's time to buy or sell, turn to Colleen Benson and the Benson Broker Group with Keller Williams. Get answers to your real estate questions and put your search in capable hands. It's time for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson. All right, it is a mailbag edition of the show, which means we have lots of listener questions to get through today. Let's tick off a couple to begin the program today. Our first one comes to us from Anthony, and Anthony is in Candelaria and says, We're going to be happy to leave behind some of our personal possessions to the buyers when we sell our property soon, but should we keep that a secret until the last minute to help us with a bargaining chip in case there's any negotiations with inspections? Can you trade personal items for decreases in money asked for in the repairs? Because we're thinking about some outdoor furniture or a ping pong table, refrigerators, maybe a washer and dryer that we'd be willing to leave behind. Well, that is a great question. Gosh, let's dissect that a little bit. Yes, yeah, sometimes there are personal uh, property that is written into a contract. Usually in it is like appliances, refrigerator, washer, dryer, hot tub, wine fridge, things like that. And then sometimes the buyer will request unique things like parts of the furniture and whatnot. And we try to encourage our clients to keep that in a bill of sale separate from the sales transaction. But it sometimes does turn into, hey, you know, in lieu of repairs, how about we include the patio set and the Traeger, you know, whatever it may be. So that is an option. Um, If you are wanting to sell your personal possessions to the buyer, I don't think you necessarily have to keep that a secret, but your realtor can help you navigate through um, how to negotiate that. But yeah, we talked about this last week, Walter, that a lot of um, a lot of people are sell- are selling their furniture with the home. That's right. Versus yeah. mm-hmm. taking their furniture with them. And, and we do see that. And sometimes, you know, there's a game room and that ping pong table or that shuffleboard, you know, just fits so perfectly. And the buyer's like, hey, can we just have that in the sale? And then it can get negotiated. But definitely, we've seen that before. And it's not uncommon. But if it's a big dollar amount of furniture, we try to keep that separate from the transaction so it doesn't inflate pricing. Yeah, sounds like uh, that makes a lot of sense. Maybe a case-by-case basis thing, too. I mean, hey, we've got an extra fridge in the garage. Do you guys want it is a little bit different than, hey, we have a $10,000 refrigerator with a 55-inch screen TV popping out of it or something crazy right. like that. That's You know, do you guys want this? And, it, you know, it really adds some value to the kitchen. That's maybe a little bit different uh, perspective. So that's good to know. It sounds like, if I'm in, correct me if I'm wrong, it sounds like you're saying like, eh, don't really plan on using all of these things as negotiating chips. Like if you really want right. to get rid of something, just let it be known and we'll work that out. Often you're not going to have someone saying, okay, yeah, we're fine not uh, doing those very important repairs in lieu of you leaving behind some furniture. You know, like that's <laughs> usually not the trade buyers are looking for. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, it depends on, there's so many factors. Yeah. Maybe yeah. the buyers really do want that patio furniture and, and it would work out. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, thank you for the question, Anthony. And uh, yeah, just uh, get, go through that specific situation there with your realtor. And again, if you want to reach out to Colleen and the team, call or text her at 503-830-9467. Good question.
All right, we've got an out-of-stater here with a question. Carson from Idaho says, I really wanted to snag a house in South Salem, but with the higher mortgage rates, I'm pretty much priced out of the area now. What are some mm-hmm. alternative towns or neighborhoods you think I should check out that might bring the same appeal, but with more affordable prices? Yeah, so the appeal, I mean, everyone seems to want South Salem. And, you know, what is the appeal? I think the, the schools, you know, the schools are the appeal and just the way it, South Salem sits in proximity to the freeway and big stores and, you know, downtown. But I really think that there's more home for your money if you stop thinking about South Salem like that and start looking at surrounding areas. Just go a little further south to Lynn County. The price ranges are lower there and you get more house for your money. Um, Central Salem, like the downtown area, all those neighborhoods in Central Salem, definitely more home for your money there. And so, yeah, um, dollar per square foot, South Salem is about as high as you can get. And um, we'd love to help you when you get here or give us a call now and we'll kind of start chatting about other locations and the appeal to them. But anytime you have a very high dollar per square foot on real estate, like we do in South and we do in West as well, you just have to kind of go outside of that area and go to the adjacent surrounding areas for, for the better deals. So either go east or go south, I would say. Daria has our next question. and uh, Or is it Dania? I can't say. Is that an R or an I, Colleen? I can't. Or Darla. Oh, it was. I was wrong on both accounts. <laughs> it's a question from Darla. And uh, Darla, I'm going to need to get my eyes checked after this show, I think, uh, is in Brush College. And Darla says, I've heard of home prices dropping in markets all across the country. We're almost ready to sell our house, and now I'm worried that we'll miss out on all the growth our house had over the past several years. What should we do? Oh, Darla, I know that there's just been this sense of fear in the last six weeks. Uh, Have you recognized that, Walter? Just people are a little fearful of what's happening next, and it's kind of switching now. I mean, school's out, kids are out of school graduations are done. I think parents have taken their vacations if they're taking one. And we're going to start seeing some inventory hit the market here. We still have low inventory. So it is still a strong seller's market. We're not seeing prices drop locally here. We're just not seeing them increase as high. So don't worry about selling your home. I mean, rising mortgage rates have caused things to shift a little. And I feel like home sellers are kind of in a hurry to find a buyer before demand weakens further. But that's just a supply demand. That's not that's not a pricing. We're not gonna see a reverse on pricing. I mean, definitely we're seeing the market soften pending home sales. You know, we're seeing month of a month supply of inventory at 1.3% right now, where we talked for weeks and weeks and weeks about seeing that between 0.5 and 0.8. So months of inventory have doubled, um, but still so low. I mean, when I started in real estate 25 years ago, we were seeing eight months of inventory. So definitely we're just, you're still in a good spot. There's definitely reasons to sell your home and and motivation factors to talk about. So I'd love to have a consult with you and just kind of go over those, see you know what you're specifically looking at, what's motivating you to think about selling, and help you with the timeline on, on when to do it. That's awesome and uh, very helpful to hear. Great question. Thank you, Darla, for that one. And uh, let's move on to a question here from Ralph. Uh, Ralph says, I have smart tech all throughout my home. By the way, nice. uh, Ralph Ralph is in Salem Heights. Uh, cameras, doorbells, thermostats, etc. 
Do those things really add value? Should I list the home with those items included or take them out so I can use them at my next home? That's a great question. And, you know, I don't, it's kind of up to you. Definitely, I think they add value. You know, is it going to add a couple grand to your price? Not really sure. The buyer's going to expect that it comes with the house if they see it. Yeah. So keep that in mind. If you don't, if you want to take it with you, we need to get it removed now versus later. And and then what are you replacing it with? Like an old doorbell and an old thermostat? I uh, most mostly see these things in home being sold with the home. And then it might give you a chance to upgrade at your new house as quick as technology changes. We're always seeing the upgrades to the nests and the, and the ring bells and all of those. So uh, chances are maybe you'll find a house that has it as well, or you get a chance to maybe up, upgrade your technology there. So I guess to be short with the answer, I would say leave it. Yeah, I was surprised when uh, we were selling our house and uh, they said, do you want to take these with you? And I was like, oh, I never even thought about that. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know I, darn, I didn't know I could. And then I was mm. like, uh, well, that means I'd have to like uninstall them and then reinstall yeah. the old one and rewire it. I was like, nah, never mind. Too much work. They can just have them. <laughs> yeah. And, and that technology has become so normal for the most part, the smart house features. Yeah. So I would yeah. say leave, leave it and let it add the value to your home or attract a buyer That's right. and, and move on to the next one. There was uh, one point where yeah. I think my dad probably would have uh, preferred that the buyers take the smart tech away. I don't want any of it. But even <laughs> he now, I think, would probably be okay with a smart thermostat yeah. at least. Yeah. Uh, dad was one who, back when uh, you know CD players were well-established into vehicles, but it was right around the time where like auxiliary cords were starting to get put into cars and things like that. You know, That was sort of the new tech at the time, was being mm-hmm. able to hook your your mp not your phone but your mp3 player up to the to the car uh dad had them take out he bought a new truck he had them take out the cd deck and the auxiliary port and all that stuff and put in a cassette player i was like dad you are really you are something else i love you man that's that's awesome (laughs) and he was still listening to cassettes when he uh passed that truck down onto me a couple of years ago still had a bunch of cassettes in there so that's cool i thought that was pretty cool uh, all Probably right, worth some money now. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> exactly. Uh, let's go to Stan. Stan is in Almsville and says, all should right. I still expect to get above asking price for my home? Hmm. Well, list price received is still 102.7%. Those are June stats. So June stats are in 102.7% is list to sold price. So with that stat right there, yes, you should still expect to get over full price. Now, we have to price right for the market to get that. So we're not overpricing right now. It's less less of a, hey, let's try the market at this price. So it really depends on your property, um, what else is on the market around you in that price range, where do the comps come out at, and um, where you'd like to price it to get multiple offers and to get over asking. That's a good question. And, it's uh, tricky right now. The it's stats to back time. it up. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but those stats still show you uh, where things are. Uh, that's a great question. Thank you, Stan. Uh, if you have more questions about selling your home or looking for a great starting point, it might be a great idea to find out the potential value of your home, and you can do that with a few clicks of a button. Text the word Oregon to the number 21000 and look for our home value tool. 
and that'll walk you through the steps of putting in your home's information, finding out the potential value of it. So that might get you started staying on a list price to keep in the back of your mind. Uh, Some of that process is um, automated, so keep in mind that the best way is to always have someone come out to your home and view it in person to give you the most accurate estimate of sales price. But if you're just looking for an easy place to start, text the word Oregon to the number 21,000 and look for our home value tool. All right, Anna has another question as we continue our mailbag edition of Keeping It Real Estate today with Colleen Benson of Benson Broker Group. Over in Inglewood, Anna says, my dad says I'm making a mistake if I buy a two-bedroom house because he says it'll be harder to sell in the future. Is he right? Should I only focus on three-bedroom homes to purchase? Well, your dad has a point. If you can afford a three-bedroom or a two-bedroom plus an office, definitely the resale value is higher. Um, But I would continue to look at those two bedrooms because sometimes they have a big loft and you don't know it, or you can add a bedroom somehow. Um, You know, let's have some creativity as we're looking and, and also stay within your budget. But definitely a third bedroom does add a lot of value. Also, it might be outpricing you for, for what you can afford. So the most important thing is buy a house. Even if it's a one-bedroom and a one-bath, buy a house. You're only going to make money on it. The Keeping It Real Estate Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most major podcasting apps. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Just search for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson on your favorite app to find us. Or you can find subscribe links, listen to past episodes, check out the show notes and other great resources, including ways to contact the show and Colleen by visiting keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. That's keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. Did you know that Colleen Benson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Keeping It Real Estate radio show, Saturdays and Sundays at 1 p.m. on AM 1220 and 104.3 FM KSLM.